Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast, Crucial Conversations. Got Jamal with me. Good morning, Jamal. Good morning, sir. Took some time off. Boy, that felt good. Oh, yeah, man. Ain't nothing like a Christmas break. Two weeks. I don't know what to do with myself. It's Tuesday. Feels like Saturday. Well, I, uh, yeah, I, not quite as many days off for me. I have, have a few fires put out, but... Um, Definitely took some time off and felt good. Um, I, I was intrigued by some of the buzz I saw about um, Pixar Soul. And then I get a message from you the other day saying, you got to watch it and we got to talk about it on the show. And um, yeah, I, full disclosure love Pixar films and I'm biased. And I think I've even talked about this before on the show that my favorite movies, darn near all of them are animated. Does that make me a child? I don't know, maybe, but um, I was, I was apprehensive because this was the first time Pixar hadn't released it to the theaters. Obviously we're in COVID times since I understood that, but, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'd, I'd heard and saw nothing about it up until like, two days before, like, you know, Disney plus is going to release Pixar, uh, like tomorrow kind of thing. So kind of was nervous about it. But, uh, when I got that text from you and how jazzed you were about it, I I was like, okay, let's, let's check this out. So, um, first of all, how did you like, how did you discover, did you see some buzz about it online or did Disney plus like send marketing material? What, how did you discover it? Well, well, I have a, I have a, um, have a smart TV and you know how you go to when you turn on the TV there's like little ads and different things like that um, so for the last two weeks it's just been you know the the main character and the cat and I've been seeing it and then my daughter seen it and I guess she's seen the commercial so she's been like hey dad we gotta watch this movie we gotta watch this movie we gotta watch this movie and we kept telling her, like, the movie's not ready yet. It'll be ready Friday or whenever it came out. And then when it came out, we watched it. All right. So <clears throat> let's, let's, let's dig right in. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted to, and again, full disclosure, I, when I, I, I there's no easy way to say this. I didn't want to like it after the first 10 minutes. And can you tell me why? Yeah, you'll probably be able to predict it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, the 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 way it depicted teachers, right? The 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 teaching profession it, it made it made it seem like teaching is one of the lowest things that you can do. It it, it almost made it seem like um, being a gig artist is better than being a teacher. Yes. And I thought at a couple of, actually, boy, we're, we're going to start off with a negative and then build through the positive. Although I, I will say that is what the twist of emotion I had. There were, there were several times that I thought that the movie was going to go off in a direction and it didn't, it was actually misleading at times because I'm like, okay, so now we're at the part and, and, and we'll try to avoid spoilers on the show. Um, although there really wasn't a huge aha moment necessarily. So it's not like, you know, like, and at the end, you know, 
he shot Han Solo and you're like, no way. So <laughs> there's not a huge. Yeah. 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 But if you, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, go watch it and then listen to this um, because right. it's almost impossible not to spoil parts of the movie. Um, right. But yeah, contextually, let's get back to it. Yeah. So they, he starts off with, yeah, the, they, <laughs> it's a middle school band. It's terrible. The kids oh, don't terrible, like it. Terrible. The kids mm-hmm. don't like it, <clears throat> and he has one student that uh, that does like it, but she's torn. And mm-hmm. uh, and I agree with you. The way they painted it, that he didn't want to be there, or kind of. And then when he had this little thing on what he really wanted to do, the kids kind of picked up that he was a musician, not a teacher. Again, I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily overly impressed with the fact that they painted the classes uninspired and they didn't like it. And some kid threw a paper airplane, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it starts to pick up, ironically, is when you when he goes almost to the great beyond. Um, mm-hmm. That's where it kind of takes a, a, a different route and i thought that then this was going to be kind of a it's a wonderful life kind of thing where Mm -hmm. you start seeing your life as if you were never there and i really thought that they were going to go on down the road of where will your students be if it weren't for you and they didn't do that and did not do that and in some ways i'm kind of proud of the fact they didn't do it in some ways in in some ways i'm not at the same time one of my biggest things is uh, and education is the the belief that teachers have in their students changes their trajectory. The intentions of a teacher has the impact to drastically change the the course of someone's life simply simply because they believe that that student can succeed. And it's and it's different than just having it on paper because every school has a mission statement in which they say, we believe that all students can succeed. But when a teacher really believes that, it it transforms who they are. So I'm, I'm kind of sad that, that they didn't go that route. Yeah, and, and interestingly enough, they do, again, in subtle ways, <clears throat> kind of admire it, kind of didn't. The, the girl that was gifted musician the, the teacher really doesn't inspire her to get back into music. But then also the, 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 the student that used to be, well, the, the drummer that used to be a student le- left that voicemail message of you changed my life. Mm-hmm. You made me want to be. So again, like they didn't go down that rabbit hole, <clears throat> but they did at times include it. So I've got to admit like interesting play. They did yeah. not go the traditional and teachers know what I'm talking about, that pandering, you know, all mm-hmm. teachers are heroes. I could never yeah. do what you do. You guys are so underpaid. That kind of contrite BS that most teachers are tired of. Yeah, They didn't do that, but they kind of hit on it. Um, so then I, I kind of see then like a, a part two, and that was him discovering what the great beyond and what the great before is. Um, right. Should we go into that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 get into that. So um, this is where also. Actually, you know, I want your opinion on this. I don't want to give this one away. I, I, 
What was your opinion of the great beyond great before montage? That is exactly what me and my wife are watching it. And that little escalator thing that leads to the light. Me and Cynthia were like, that's exactly how I, and we never talked about it before we watched the movie, but it's like, that's exactly how I think it is, how I think it's going to be. Like when it's all over, we'll be, it'll be darkness and just this big beam of light and everybody's going to be lined up. And uh, the great before, uh, <laughs> we figured, we, we, I've never visualized it, but if, if there was a great before, uh, I, I would assume that that's how it would be. Um, I never, never actually thought about, oh man, the great before, but it's, it's something that um, I think the movie didn't do it a disservice by the way that they depicted it. I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. So and conceptually, I thought the the whole concepts and how they put things together um, was fantastic, given that it was such a short movie. I also thought it was, um, and I'm surprised you didn't go into this, uh, I, it was a win-loss kind of thing. They you don't necessarily see films, especially the whole, I'm going to go down the like, well, Hollywood and, but they normally don't go down the rabbit hole of um, God <laughs> or afterlife. And it, yeah. I, I think it was delicately done in some ways. I mean, I don't know if, if you were a person that was, um, you know, no, this is the way it is. It might be vague enough that it might bug you. Um, whether you're Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, Christian, whatever. Um, but it was, it was a very, I'm going to use the word generic in a good sense, but it was a generic version of what it might be like and w mm -hmm. without, without necessarily naming it things. So I think I thought it was, it was beautiful and uh, visually. Um, mm -hmm. And I, and I think that uh, this is, um, yeah, it, it made you ponder, but it also, it, it set up that whole thing of like, when it's almost over, are you ready? And Joe was not ready. And right. um, so it, it set up, it set up the rest of the movie pretty well. You know, I, I think it, it did its purpose. Now we get into the fun stuff. <clears throat> I yeah. won't get, you know, I'm not going to get into explaining everything again, spoiler alerts. If you haven't watched the movie, as Jamal said, please go do so. Um, but that choosing, um, a, uh, how was that described? Choosing a, wasn't a soul, it was your a spark. Your spark. Thank you. Right? Yeah, explain that. So, so the, there was a, so in order to be a soul uh, or get to earth, all of the souls before or in the, in the great before, they had to, um, get a spark so what they did was they put them through personality little tunnels or whatever or they put personalities on them and then they left one thing that was open and that was their their spark and once they got that spark they got an earth fast and the earth fast they go down and they can you know be born and um uh and 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 as a result, I would say the the most significant thing that I, I saw from there. We talk about purpose and passion, Don. 
Um, you have the, in the great before all of these souls searching for what's my spark? Is it archery? Is it music? Is it psychology? What is it that I actually love to do? And then in, 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 this is a spoiler. So go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. Near the end of the movie, when uh, 22 gets her Earth Pass, it was some, something that stood out to me that was so significant. The, the, the guiding uh, spirit or whatever was like, uh, he looked at Joe and he, was, he, was, he just said, uh, you know, basically all that purpose and passion stuff doesn't really mean anything like it's it's just something that we do but um the interpretation of that moment was really you get your earth pass when you're ready to live and that yeah. that was something that really hit me when you are ready to live and and I, and I thought about our society and how we um, view life. Everybody, everybody right now is looking for like some purpose or some passion or some or something. And and really, we are not aware enough to understand our circumstances and to just live our lives in the moment. Do you know, Don, that we typically have anxiety and we stress about things that have not happened or that have already happened to yeah. us? Yeah, and and we are not living the the most significant thing that I that I saw that was in the movie when twenty two got in Joe's body, the 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 fact that the fact that twenty two was able to enjoy pizza mm -hmm. and just <laughs> relish in the moment, a, a, a haircut, yeah, enjoying that moment, um, the 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 little seed from a tree falling and touching the hand. It was it was significant to see someone really experience life in such a way. Every, everything has so much meaning, and oftentimes we look back and we look forward, and we don't ever really just enjoy the moment. I, I really believe that we're not ready to actually live. And at that point. <clears throat> <laughs> um i'm i i'll set this up by saying uh for a 48 year old man i cry um relatively easy um <laughs> i cried i cried when on um up pixar uh toy story 2 uh i'm sorry toy story 3 hit home in a way because my children were starting to grow up and i knew someday they'd go off to college and then uh, they'd leave me um, but the weird thing is, is that I was on the couch last night. <laughs> Grant is immediately to my left. Ava is immediately to my right. Um, Alicia and Anna are, are far enough away that I, 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 I thought maybe they weren't going to notice. Um, the beauty of the montage, I couldn't not cry. And I was trying to like yawn. I was trying to cover up. I was trying to do anything because you have that certain point that you're afraid you're going to do the <laughs> right. And, and, and I did, I, I like the enormity of that was so beautiful. Um, and, and I'm not going to lie. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm going to get emotional talking about that. I, I, I miss the classroom. I love running this foundation, but I miss the classroom bad. Um, and then ironically enough, <clears throat> 
right before I watched this movie, there's a friend of mine, uh, Kurt Mercadante. Um, mm-hmm. And Kurt has basically, he, <laughs> he left a very high paying job um, in pursuit of his own happiness. Um, there's also this, this community out there uh, that are the, the Phi community. The, the, so they're, they're, Phi is financial independence. Mm-hmm. and they're also about the same thing. Like retire as early as you can so you can spend it with your family. Very family-oriented group. But, yeah. Kurt, mm-hmm. but Kurt last night made this post right before I watched the film. And he says, what is the biggest lie you're currently telling yourself that's holding you back from living your best life? Hmm. And then I watched that. Um, again, the enormity of that scene was so big to me because what set 22 back is that as she was starting to find the beauty of the world, Mm -hmm. the maple seed pizza, getting a good haircut, she gets thrown off track by her kind of mentor, the person Mm -hmm. she's looking through the lens of life with by saying, that's not basically, that's not real. Those are just things. Yep. And it, and it just, Rexer. And it, yeah. it made me realize that's the effect that we can have on kids. Yep. That's yep. not, that's yeah. not a real job. And, and not I, a real purpose. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, I I'm, I'm not going to lie. If all of a sudden Grant came in there to my room and said, dad, I'm going to watch YouTube videos for a living. I'm like, well, that's not a real purpose. And so th- there is a catch 22 there. Like yeah. just, just watching leaves fall and eating pizza is that's misleading. Like that's that, that can't be it, but, a, but appreciating that beauty can be. Right. But, but, in, and the, the significant thing is learning to live in, in the moments and enjoy these moments because the the one thing in that movie if you missed it when he fell into that sinkhole i thought that he was gonna break a leg and come out of it but my man was gone and in the movie he got back to his body in real life that is not that's not going to be the case at all and uh, so the the significance of that is enjoy the moment but just realize that time is your most precious commodity and everything that you do is important because what you spend your time on you you or what you do you literally give a day of your life in exchange for it and I, and I've said this before I wouldn't give a million dollars to a dead man or I wouldn't take a million dollars from a dead man for five minutes of my life let alone a day of it but we, but we settle for far less than that on a consistent basis. But it's really understanding, not, not just enjoying the moment, but, but living for something that if you, if you die today and today was your last day, that you'd be satisfied with the result. Yeah. There was also, and I'm going to go off on a weird metaphor, not even metaphor. Um, so... Uh, Years ago, um, somebody had told me to read the book, uh, Living Buddha, Living Christ. And um, Tishnat Han had read it. And, and it was really interesting. And, and really, it, it got a lot of open reception because Tishnat Han was very close with uh, uh, Martin Luther King before he passed or before he was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he he basically wrote the book through the lens of my gosh um jesus is so like basically there's so many similarities between um jesus and and the buddha um Mm -hmm. or the teachings of the buddha and he brought up the the one there's basically this one teaching where the buddha was going to teach and all he held up was a single um lotus flower Mm -hmm. and those that got it got it he held up a lotus flower and and stayed there for an hour and the, te- and the students that really got it understood the magic and the wisdom and all that went into and the universe of that one single lotus flower, what it took, what made it, everything about it. And I think that that's also the whole maple seed. Within that maple seed was everything. It was life because yeah. that's the way she viewed it. It fell mm-hmm. from the sky. It was beautiful. She held on to it with a sense of wonder and with a sense of this is so beautiful. And, and, and I get it. Life beats you down. But the whole point to me was, is that the people that weren't seeing the joy of a good haircut, the taste mm-hmm. of a delicious slice of pizza, the beauty of a maple seed falling and spiraling to the, to the ground. When you don't notice those things anymore, you're not living life. And, I, right. and I'm not trying to go too far with that, but like enjoy the beauty around you and it's everywhere if you want to see it. And, and, and yeah, and, yeah go ahead. No. Yeah. It's, and, and I think we miss that. And then, you know, even within our purpose and something that we, we love to do, you know, the, the significant thing is he thought that his purpose and passion was music. And me and Cynthia were sitting there and I try to predict outcomes in movies and all that good stuff. And um, one of the one of the outcomes uh, that I thought was going to happen was he realizes that he's just this master teacher. And like you said, the, the movie never goes there. And I, I firmly believe that there are people who were born to help other people find their purposes i.e. teachers and instructors, but they it, it it did not go in that path. But the but the but the thing is what what the movie depicted was people getting consumed in something that they perceive is their passion or something that they really like to do. We talk, we talk about getting in the zone. Um, when you do something that you love so much, you get into the zone and it's the realm between the you know the, the worlds. And in how people will get so consumed that they're lost within that passion. And the, the thing that causes them so much joy and so much life is the thing that really takes away their life. And I, and I thought about this and I've said this before a couple of years back on our show, you know, um, a lot of times, especially with men and this can happen with women, too. But we'll, we'll find something that we do. And we, we will do that thing and we'll go to work and that, that'll be our identity. And we'll come home and we won't be the best fathers. We won't be the best mothers. We won't be the best brothers. We won't be the best. And really what we do is we go to work or we go to our purpose and give everyone that surrounds our purpose, the best of us. And then we give everyone that we love or the people that we're supposed to the the rest of us Mm. yeah i (laughs) there's so many things we could dive more into i 
So let me let me skip to the end, um, and we may have to do another episode. <laughs> There's so much there. Um, the ending um, to you uh, satisfying? Do you think it went in the right direction? Uh, yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody wins in the end. Um, I, I <laughs> there's something you know the, the way that they treated my man uh, Terry <laughs> was hysterical. Um, that was the underlying thing, but I I think that they they got it. I mean, for the movie, everybody everybody wins at the end. Twenty two finds her way, and um, it it really sets up the scene for uh, a part two. Yeah, it. <laughs> Interesting you wanted to Terry, who was the correct and, and everything has to be just so and also had a large ego. But um, yeah, it, it's it's I, I did think that it was satisfying. Um, again, I thought I thought at the end, uh, Joe would have gone back to the classroom, um, but he more or less said, I'm start, I'm ready to start living life. And I found that right. uplifting. Um, and I also got to point it out that I think that they did a really good job of selecting people for the cast. Um, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx was great, but like upon looking it up, cause I, I was like, man, I know that I know that, that voice from somewhere, but Joe's mom was Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, people that are over 35 out there, I mean, the Cosby show also like, yep. has that Cosby. It was, it was Mrs. Huxtable mom vibes yep. on mm-hmm. how cold she could have been and then how warm she got. And um, mm-hmm. Quest Love uh, was Curly, the yep. drummer. I mean, it, it was yeah. a, an impressive cast. Um, yeah. And, and, and then l- let me also ask you, um, I really also thought um, that how I, I, how perfectly timed was this film that were without a doubt, I think more in Hollywood, more in America are trying to um, uplift and, and, mm-hmm. and, and have more people of color in films and in TV. And this was Pixar's really first, I don't want to say all black cast because, you know, Tina Fey, they even said, and they're like, boy, you've got a white lady's, uh, what do you say? You got a white lady's voice. And she's like, I can have mm-hmm. any voice I want. He's like, well, this one's particularly annoying. Um, but I, it, I think Pixar also had it like, ironically enough, the right year and the right time in 2020. Mm. I think I, I, I didn't want to mention this, but uh, you know, if you, if you look on, uh, black Twitter and just different things. I'm, I'm saying black Twitter. One of the things that one of the things that stood out was the fact that it was almost like the princess and the frog. And this is just one of those critical things that um, they uh, pointed out that you know you get you you have a black lead just like princess and the frog. And for the first 15 minutes, he was a black man. And in between, he was, uh, his spirit got imported and he was a cat for a majority of the movie. And then the last five minutes, it was a black man. And then when he did get his body back, it was one of those things where Tina Fey was in it. 
and the spirit of him was a white woman. Um, to say those things, uh, I, I, I thought it was, it was a stretch, but it, it is something to consider because a lot, of, uh, a lot of people felt like it was more like Princess and the Frog um, in, in that regard. Was Princess and the Frog a Pixar film? I knew it was Disney. It, it was Disney, so the 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 yeah. energy is coming for Disney and not necessarily Pixar. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's gonna. I'm gonna have to think about that. Uh, Perspective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, uh, I I think sometimes um, on uh, yeah. Yeah, on, on that one, I, I didn't see that. But at the same time, I didn't see it through that lens either. Uh, right. But yeah, interesting. Now, I, uh, I, I've, again, I'll, I started this off and I'll end it. Uh, I, I am emotional when it comes to the beauty of life and, and, and how wonderful things can be. And, and I think that they did a really great job of live your life. Find the beauty yeah. in pizza. <laughs> find yeah. find the beauty in your every day, and and in some mm-hmm. ways, in some ways, I think that's why it ended in a satisfying manner. Because the answer wasn't, and I'm going to go back to the classroom. That could have been easy. Yeah. They could have done that. They went back to, or they ended with, and now I'm going to really live my life. Period. Right, and and that for me was the most significant thing. I think. Uh, you know, as, as we wrap this episode up, if you're listening to this, I, I really want to, for me, I don't want to just talk about things, just talk about them and, you know, you find inspiration anywhere. Um, I, I am going to be actively trying to implement just living my best life, enjoying the moment. Um, the, 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 the thing that he said he says, you know, I, you know, I was born to do music and nothing's going to stop me from doing it. Um, but the nothing's going to stop me part is what I want you to focus on. Whatever it is that you decide to do that you, that you find that is worth living for, do that. Don't allow the circumstances, people, or anything around you to stop you. And the most significant thing is my man got to that piano, he got to that gig, and death could not stop him. You talk about, you know, being separated from something due to distance. My man was in the great beyond. And he found his way back to his body. Um, mm. And, and it, if, if that's the case, and that's, and that's the movie, but, you know, in this life, the, the only limiting factor, the only limiting factor is the, our, our, our minds and what we believe is actually possible. And, and as we as we go into 2021 and tw- you know end up 2020 the season finale is this Thursday of 2020 <laughs> as we move forward th- the only thing that's stopping you is you once you find something that's worth living for so implement that in your in your life today so all that with that I will yeah I, I, that's perfect I'm not even gonna follow up For Jamal Crook, it's Don Wedrick reminding you his opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.